Welcome to the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Welcome to the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. I'm your host, Nathan. And, well, I think a lot of us, definitely with, from last year and already starting with this year, I think we could all could use a great rebound. I think we could all use a rebound. So the movie that I'll be reviewing is the 2005 what I considered is a underrated basketball comedy movie called Rebound. Which, interesting enough, uh, one of my friends actually acted in this movie. I remember that because I remember that he kind of showed us... I think it was like a rough draft of the script or something on the line. So it was maybe like parts of the script. I remember in middle school, and he was saying goggles, and I thought that was actually the name of the movie, and somehow he got a main part. Uh, he got more of a supporting role, but still, to be honest, when I first heard about this movie, the way that my friend was describing it, I thought somehow it was one of those, you know, biopics. And it involved Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Or James Worthy. Or even Horace Grant. Those were the... What came to my mind, because it was... I thought it was titled Goggles. But turns out that was this character named Goggles. And... You know, <laughs> to be honest, it's kind of funny because he now works for Warner Brothers and this could end up being on Disney Plus since not really soon, but I could probably see this on Disney Plus probably in 2022. So that would be kind of funny. It's kind of one of those, you know, huh, you work for this company. And the movie that you acted in is now with your rival company. Huh. You know, one of those fans like, huh. That's kind of funny. But enough of me rambling on. This movie... This movie surprisingly ages well, to be honest. I thought this movie was going to be, you know, was going to age poorly. You know, 15 to 16 years does make a difference. I mean, it's, you could say almost, 
a run-of-the-mill, but kind of a twist of a run-of-the-mill uh, story of, like, a team that was lousy, and they found a way to come back and end up being, end up getting to the championship game, regardless of the fact that they had such a lousy team. Uh, they have a team-up of some two key players that end up being great additions and turning around with a coach that... Well, it's either they have a high it, you know, have a big id, or they're thinking they're really all that great, but turns out they're not. And then they need to find their love of the game again along the way. Return back to their to their grounds. In this case, returning back to their middle school and make this into a winning basketball team. But yeah, I still enjoy it. I still enjoy it, and it's just unfortunate because one of the uh, actors, uh, the one that plays a Big Mac, uh, months after the movie was released, uh, she unfortunately uh, got killed from a game member. Uh, there have been multiple sources saying that it was either her her person that she was in a relationship with or it was uh her boyfriend her a rival game member of her boyfriend who was a game member uh, they said uh, might have also uh killed her as well but it's very unfortunate and we really take time for granted we we do uh time here on earth because you, you you never know when it just goes gone you know the the last remaining a uh, pebble in the hourglass goes But anyway, some interesting stuff from from the movie. So there's this scene where they have, you know, they have some uh, a car that there was this big mud puddle and it got all over the the smelters team members. But actually, when uh, one of the actors was like laughing inside the bus. It was funny because actually he ended up getting a lot more mud and, and wet than than the people that were outside and they were filming that scene. So that's kind of funny in its own way. And I mean, I was just really happy for my friend. Uh, he is a great actor. Uh, he is definitely have has become a, a better person. He has, he's a he's a wonderful friend. Uh, I just kind of feel bad that I don't check on him as often as I as I used to. You know, sometimes now and then I, I would like say, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, but otherwise I don't really see him as much. And I 
but yeah, he he does a he does a great job. Uh, to be honest, uh, the the character that they had him play, I felt that it, he didn't really need to act. Like around that time, he was pretty much half half of that. He was half of that. To to be honest, he he did some like maybe little bit some over, uh, characterization. But yeah. Yeah, that was basically him around that age, and it's just, <laughs> just, just kind of funny. Kind of funny to, to see people that you grew up with, like, and, you know, them being able to act in a film. I, to, to be honest, I thought it was really cool at, at that time I was amazed like I was like oh my gosh that's so awesome so are we gonna find a way to have a premiere you know of this movie at the at the playhouse or something uh, there's a movie theater called the Ojai Playhouse and it's basically the the go-to movie theater uh, at that time it might have been just one screen but that but if there was a must-see movie, most people just went to that movie theater and it almost felt like almost the whole entire town was watching uh, the same movie. You really could feel a sense of community. No matter how great or how lousy the movie, you could really feel the community <laughs> in that movie theater. You just could feel it. <laughs> you can't spell community without unity. But, yeah, this... This movie is great. Uh, I'm not gonna say timeless because there's some. Sometimes there's some surprising. Like, wow, I never thought of that being words of wisdom, huh? And by the way, I I found it really clever on how they found a way to make you know make it comedic, but at the same time, kind of makes sense, you know, with within as a. As one of those weird and bizarre ways of basketball strategies. Mario Lawrence does a great job as Coach Roy. Absolutely. You could go like, gosh. You know, one of those type of people you're like, ah, oh, gosh. Well, you stop being such a, you know, having such a temper tantrum and. And all of that, and and then you really do see, you know, the character develop. And Marlon Lawrence, like, if you can give him, if you give him the right type of role that he can do, he he can do a a great job. He can definitely do a great job. And he's just uh very lucky that not lucky. It's just it's just one of those things that if you can have the if you can find the right type of a person, uh, you know, screenwriter-wise, that can write the dialogue, have the comedic timing, and it fits with the actor. 
then you are in for at least having a decent movie. And also, I really enjoy the fact that they have Patrick Warburton. Oh my gosh, I he I feel like he kind of stole a little bit of the of the movie. Whenever he was on, like he was on, he was on a great supporting actor. Yeah, and and everyone else, you know the the actors, you know, as part of the team, uh, they do they do a great job. They do a great job, a better job than than that was than what was necessary uh, for for the roles that they that they had in the movie. So yeah, I give this three and a half basketballs out of. Five, or maybe in this case, I should say three and a half smelters out of five. By the way, when looking back, uh, they showed mostly having the best. Can I say damn? Can I say damn? Uh, I'm going to say it anyways. Uh, the best damn sports show, period. I really miss that. I, I really do. Because, I, to be honest, I, I felt. You know, I felt that younger people watched that more than the actual adults, which that was the intended demographic, uh, to be honest. Cause you you try to watch these uh these sports talk shows and mm. and the. To be honest, I, I wouldn't put it past if someone listened to that and they're like, you know what? Let's have that, but let's have it by voice. You know, just have it by voice and we discuss the topics and everything and we just do it by voice. Wouldn't put it past it if, if that was the case and they realized, we could do a sports podcast. You know, <laughs> To be honest, that that wouldn't be a bad idea, you know. Have Tom Arnold, Chris Rose, John Sally. They don't have to do a weekly podcast, but maybe like come on and like kind of have a reunion, but it's in podcast form. I don't know. I would be I would be curious to hear about their opinions of the ever of the changes in in, in the sports world. To be honest, and. I really do miss that. I really do miss the the early 2000s, you know, watching that. When once you were done watching uh, the Sports Center highlights, you got to listen to Stuart Scott. You're like, okay, I'm good. You know, you got to hear Stuart Scott, got to hear Chris Berman talk about football. And then you're just like, all right, I need to watch something else, you know, sports wise, because you're just, I just need some more sports. You know, more sports talking entertainment for some peculiar reason. And you're like, all right, we got the best damn sports show period on Fox. And I'm, I mean, on Fox Sports. And you're like, yeah. And and they get into a little bit more detail. And, and they add their own personality to it. And... And they just seem that they're having a fun time, and you, 
and you just enjoy yourself like, of who they talk to and <laughs> I kind of miss that period of time, huh? I didn't mean to reminisce this much, <laughs> but But anyways, yeah, I, I, I recommend if you are around, you know, if you are in your preteens and older or you're a fan of basketball and you enjoy those, uh, those underdog st sports stories and you enjoy comedy, you're a fan of Martin Lawrence, yeah, I definitely recommend this movie to you. But otherwise, if you're none of that, I don't recommend this to you. Alright, thank you very much for listening to the Industry Horde Coffin Cast. Saying so long till next time.